Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast, the podcast centered on the video gaming industry. Uh, we have lots to talk about today. Literally, the PlayStation Conference. In fact, the entire first day of E3 just finished. Uh, I I did the marathon of all of the conferences today, uh, as did uh, Yadarg. So we've got that. But then we also have they finished off with the what was it hour and forty five to two hour long PlayStation Conference. Uh, which was only slated to be an hour originally. Um, and joining us this week, we have uh, Burgundy. Are you there? Yes. Sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> For mute. And Neo Sapien. Woohoo! And of course, you dark. Hi. Did you guys see E3? Did you guys see, see E3? I saw E3. It was awesome. It was a good time. I saw, I saw a little bit of it. Um, yeah, just a little I, bit. Unfortunately, I don't have a job where I can do nothing all day now. Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I couldn't take off because I'm a contractor. So this was like the first E3 in a long time where I actually wasn't able to just veg out and just take it all in all day. But you did have somebody passing you notes all day. I did have people passing me notes, and I also didn't miss anything until I got home tonight. So thank you, Sony. <laughs> yeah, that, I have to say that was you know, it, I understand that you know whatever. But having a show at night where people can actually get in and watch it that was that was huge for for me personally. You know. No, I agree. I agree. It was smart timing on their part because they wanted to make sure that they got the demographic that they were going for. And they are smart enough to realize, hey, if we do this in the middle of the day, then nobody's going to see it and they'll have to watch it tonight. Um, so uh, our normal format's out the window, obviously, today. I'm not even going to talk about what we've been playing because there's so much to talk about. I think what we'll do is we'll start with the PS3 conference and then we'll talk about the highlights from the other conferences since less of us actually saw that. That was um, the wrong order to do it in, though, I have to say. Personal opinion. Do you think we should do the, the third-party conferences first? No, 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 no. I'm saying the conference, the way, the way Sony lined up the order of the conference. I oh. totally would have done the end first. And then no. everything you do after that is just frosting. You know what? I, I think they I think they did it the right way because even Microsoft did it that way, and but they did it for the wrong reasons that way. I think Sony wanted to end big with the stuff that they knew the gamers were going to love, and I mean, geez, could they have bitch slapped Microsoft any harder? Yeah, yeah. No. Sony, I, I I have to agree with that. The order that they did everything in was just absolutely, I mean, damn near perfect. You know, they started off, you know, pretty hot. Then they, you know, cooled it down a bit with, like, you know, the TV thing, which was hilarious because they kept saying, it's TV, you know, with gamers in mind. Like, that doesn't make it different. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, even. <laughs> I was just sitting there going, oh, God, they're slipping into TV, 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 TV. It's like, but... it's like I get what they're doing there, but they're saying, like, you know, with gamers in mind. You know, it's just like, it's just uh, like, I get what you're doing. I understand the whole Microsoft thing, and they don't want the TV trope, you know, going on, uh, you know, going on YouTube the next day. But then they started going the other, you know, the other stuff, and they started showing games, and they did the independent games, and then, you know, they just once they got to the DRM part, it was just all over. Yeah. All right. So let's. I, I, I took notes. I don't know if I'm the only one, but I took notes. Uh, 
as I said, the only thing that I've said off the air, Daft Punk is always the way to start a conference. Um, and, and then, uh, amazingly, uh, Radioactive, Welcome to the New Age. That was also a nice little musical tagline there. Uh, it's just called Radioactive. There's no yeah. New Age. In no, no, thing. I know. I was, I was re- <laughs> thank you. I was reiterating the beginning. Never mind. I was reiterating the lyrics to the song. Um, I thought, actually, the way that Jack Tretton started the conference with a heartfelt thank you to the gamers actually seemed sincere, number one. And number two, I thought it was a great way to kick off the conference. That, that um, did work well. I'll, I'll give you that. That did work well. Um, I, I am heartened by the stats that they threw out. 85 titles released for Vita by the end of the year, um, including God of War HD 1 and 2, Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2. And uh, the, the big announcement for the Vita is the... F- uh, new bundle coming out this summer with the original uh, first Walking Dead game and then the new 400 Days releasing this summer. Uh, that's that's pretty interesting, and I think that might be that might actually be a system seller for the Vita. So I'll, I'll be interested to see how that works out. You guys have any comments on the Vita bundle or thoughts? Um, I thought they'd come out with it a little harder. Um... I, I didn't expect as much PS3 stuff, although as as I was sitting there watching all my different friends chatting and whatnot, uh, you know, somebody said, wait, we're still only in the PS3 stuff? <laughs> um, because, you know, some of that stuff does look just ridiculously amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Vita kind of got glossed over a little bit, it felt like. Uh, it sounds like they've got plans for it, but they're not not quite as developed as the PS4s or the, or the PS3s. But... That that may just been my perception of it because it does it does sound like there was a lot of a lot of games but we didn't get a lot of titles you know and I'm I'm intrigued by an email I got the other day that says that said uh, Vita is the home for indie so I'm wondering if that um, self publishing indie thing that was mentioned by the guy who really needs some coaching on how to talk to a crowd um, it does it doesn't play into that pretty heavily. Uh, the the thing of the PS3 block that stood out to me was the Beyond Two Souls demo. No ghost whatsoever. Yeah, we we were seeing that there is definitely some dynamic with this game. We, there's there's there must be clear distinct, you know, parts to this game, which means it could be one crazy story. Uh, I. Sorry, I'm talking too much. Somebody else. No, no, you're not. Burgundy. <laughs> did was there anything in the PS3 block that really stood out? You know, besides Last of Us, um, I'm I'm actually not interested in Last of Us. <gasps> I know. You know, I was that way, but after I looked at a couple of reviews online, without any spoilers, of course, um, I I actually got pretty excited. The missus uh, told me we will be buying that game, and she will sit next to me, and we will play it with the lights out, and I'm not allowed to play it without her, ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, I always heard things like it's just like you know I, I heard some reviewer actually took points off because the game was just too depressing <laughs> that's great no I, that not, doesn't not, make any sense to me but, you know. I can't do that right now <laughs> <laughs> I just no well, I, well you know just talk, talk to your girlfriend I hate you <laughs> 
<laughs> I haven't missed you. It's been a long week. Um, I, I have to say, actually, the, the, looking back at the list, I, I, the, the one that I've heard about but I hadn't seen anything for, and I'm actually really kind of intrigued by, besides Beyond Two Souls, because, you know, Quandratic Dream is awesome, but uh, was Rain. Yes, I agree. That uh, creeps the hell out of me. Well, that's actually, I think, the first gameplay we've seen of Rain. Um, and I still have no idea what the game's about. Uh, the missus turned to me and said, that looks really sad. And I said, that's why I want to play it. <laughs> and, and the world changes as the game progresses. I know that much about it. So yeah, it's not it's not rain the entire game. But I mean, GT6 looked like a GT game. You know, it looked great. Some of G- the... I think it's Grand Theft Auto 5, not 6. No, 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 no. No, no. Grand, Grand Turismo, Turismo 6. Oh, Grand Turismo. I thought you said GT. Never mind. Yeah, farther below. Same uh, thing, right? Same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Uh, it, it looked, you know, like more car porn, and I'm sure it'll be great. I was really enthused to see the Black Mask in uh, Arkham Origins. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, that was nice. And, uh. you know, they're going to get a DLC exclusive. Um, I'm still wondering if there's going to be some kind of vita interaction with that game i know it's getting its own game but i still think you're going to be able to maybe do some kind of touch screen type work with the vita could someone explain to me beyond two souls beyond two souls is quantic dreams next uh game they're the folks who made heavy rain and they also made that 12 minute tech demo uh that we didn't get to see and, yeah, huh. the wizard, the sorcerer, the dark sorcerer thing. Ah, ah okay, okay. And, and you know what? I, all I have to say is people need to start holding Quantic Dream to task. Make it into a freaking game. Stop making tech demos. Because this is like the 19th tech demo they've done. <laughs> they love their tech demos. I want the robot being self-aware game, and I want this game. That's well, not the, a game. The, the robot being self-aware, unfortunately, was the tech demo that led into uh, Two Souls. I'm aware and I'm telling you, they need to stop doing that and actually make <laughs> games out of it. Jeez. Not disagreeing with you. Uh, GTA Five bundle. He said two ninety nine. He said two ninety nine. That's not bad for somebody looking to get into a PS three. Yeah. Uh, so that that was interesting, and then of course the headset. Ezreal and sixty. Yeah. Well, did you see? He had a. He didn't say it. Next to 60s Batman costume that they were showing on the screen was the Azrael. Yeah, costume. that's what I said. Yeah, Azrael and 60s and, Batman. And so I was really surprised to see that when they announced that for Batman Arkham uh, Origin. Yeah, he said there was Nightfall content, but he didn't call them out specifically. Right. Is there anything else in the PS3 stuff, Burgundy, that you really caught your attention? Um, the the Puppeteer one. That's still PS3, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It is. Yeah, I'm totally on board with that one. Uh, it looks so quirky. I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see how how it pans out. Yeah. It, it definitely like... evokes evokes a uh, uh, sec boy. Little yeah, big... little little big. Pun. I was gonna say it looks exactly like that. Just and the voice, the voiceover in the background. I was just like, is this little big boy? Uh, yeah, or not little big boy? Whatever. <laughs> I, didn't... <laughs> I didn't catch. I didn't catch who was developing that though. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's it's the... one of their first party studios, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, was it Media Molecule or one of those? Uh, let's see. By the power of the internet, I have the power, and it tells me that it's SCE Japan. Oh. Thank you, He-Man. 
Yeah, I was the worst those. Orko ever. Actually, it was, no, it wasn't Orko. It was that Skeletor. was Skeletor. I totally oh, okay. even got that. <laughs> okay, there we go. I got that one. Sorry. And I say, hey. Okay. Um, let's see. Nice. 300 titles for the PS3 by the end of the year. That's pretty darn impressive. I still think the PS3 is going to have legs for several years to come. Oh, yeah. Oh, there are, are going to be a lot of people that are holding out, even at only $100 more than the current gen system. Yeah. So the PS4, the design, I like it. It's all right. I don't know where the disc goes. <laughs> it goes in the middle somewhere. Yeah, it goes in the middle. I, I mean, in the middle I'm not somewhere. Sh- well, yeah. I'm not sure I'm really a big fan of the trench down the middle of it. That's I where you it, fly the that, X-Wing to destroy the... Oh, wait. <laughs> no, that's where you put the disc. You have to, you know, you have to get your uh, staff and you have to part the seas and, and you can just slide it right in. No, I... That's under dirty. Yeah, yeah I was... That's uh, not a way dirty. <laughs> gotta grab your staff and just... You know, no. I mean, I know everybody's really excited right now over, you know, everything they said, but let's not get ridiculous. <laughs> I'm also just really tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is a little bit late to record the podcast, but that's okay. Um... When I get tired and excited about Sony, I just want to stick my own. Oh, what? what you no, bad. You don't do that. So the the funny part to me is, another, in my opinion, another direct jab at Microsoft. This one's designed to stand upright. Yep. <laughs> there were so many little stabs. We're gonna, like... Yeah, we're not going to take all your space in your entertainment center. We're just going to stand it up, you know. It's going to stand right next to my PS3. Yeah, it, it, my, mine too. Mine too. Um, it, it, that was death by a thousand paper cuts. It literally was. I mean, every uh, it was just so many little jabs. It was hilarious. And my, and my favorite part is that whole DRM thing. That whole middle part there with the DRM, where they were just really just taking, just like you know, like just shot after shot after shot. They had so, no intention of doing any of that. For for <laughs> yeah, they were going to be they were going to be right with Microsoft for all this stuff. But as soon as Microsoft came out and made the huge mistake of getting all that information out first and all the backlash that happened, Sony was just like, F it, we're just going to come back and just scrap all that stuff and, you know, we're not going to do that now. And we're just going to go make fun of make, make fun of Microsoft like we're all cool and everything. And it worked. Yeah. <laughs> it did. That, that, was, that, so, that was super smart. For anyone who didn't see the press conference, uh, Sony announced that there is no DRM on any of their games. You own Disc-based all the games. rights, disc-based games. You own all the rights to trade it, sell it, give it to a friend, whatever you would like to do. And you don't have to check in once every 24 hours. So there's that. Uh, pretty much there was a Sony chant that started amongst the crowd for real. Uh, there was like nonstop applause for, which also, that also like 30 has that ever happened before? No. Like that? No. No, not, that's the first not, time I've not ever, that I've seen, ever seen that. Like that. In an I mean, I've seen people like freak out over like, you know, Zelda and everything like that, you know, but I, I've never seen over a freaking DRM announcement. <laughs> <laughs> that the crowd, I mean, that was the hugest crowd pop of the night. Yeah. You know, I, I have to say that um, even though I, I started cringing as they started spiraling, because they went straight from the PS4 reveal directly into the TV, TV, TV series, and I started cringing. I'm like, this should not be here. You guys had it on point last time. It's games, 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 games. I understand that they have to say they have the apps. They should have shown them, and that's what they did. They didn't spend a whole lot more time on it than that. But the whole thing with the Sony pictures and all that, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. But 
I will say that as soon as they highlighted the video on limited service, the missus turned to me and said, wait, is that like Netflix where we can watch movies anytime we want? I'm like, yes. She's like, that sounds interesting. So. Yeah. I, I kind of was like urging the conference along out loud. And and my wife and the kids were like, why, what, what, this is cool. We like this. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, Redbox Instant, uh, you know, I yeah, guess... Yeah, that it, got an eyebrow out of me. That was surprising. Well, you know, the, it's not like they can do it on the other platforms, so they got to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, there, there isn't any rental of anything on the Xbox, or the Xbone, excuse me. Unless it, it... I don't know, are they actually on their live marketplace? Are they going to be doing stuff? I don't know about the I don't know about renting that way, but you know, rent, Redbox does rent games also. Right and now, obviously, that's not going to be on the Sony platform. But I mean, if you go to Redbox, you can rent a PS3 and presumably a PS4 game. You will not be able to rent an Xbox One game, or you'll rent it once for life. <laughs> I don't think they'll do that. No, <laughs> I don't think that does not seem that does not seem like a good business model. <laughs> Uh, I also I actually got very excited about the paper event, pay-per-view events because one of the things that I like to do is, for example, uh, watch the Mystery Science Theater 3000 live events in the theater. Well, guess what? Because of st- other stuff going on, I'm not able to make the one time that they show it where if I can catch that stuff on, on demand uh, after the fact via their live events viewer, that's kind of a win for me. If I want to watch a wrestling pay-per-view and I don't have anywhere to go do it here it's kind of interesting i'd be interested to see what happens with that but i could care less about flickster so both i was i kept trying to tell you you should check out watchdogs and you kept saying i'll I'll see it when they do it so now that you finally have uh seen it what is your what was your uh impression so i still believe it or not my desire for watchdogs was usurped in this conference uh i will still have watchdogs i still think it's awesomely cool but i think that uh a um a game from the ubisoft uh conference it's a new tom clancy title uh actually usurped my desire for uh watchdogs a little bit so that was surprising to me, but it looks fantastic. It's called uh, The Division, and if you have not seen the gameplay footage of it, I highly recommend you find it online and check it out. It looks am- literally when I started watching the opening of it, I thought it was a cinematic uh, pre-rendered trailer, and when they started playing, my jaw hit the floor, and the fact that they're going to do tablet co-op is amazing now we saw in watchdogs also that they had tablet co-op but it looked like you specifically went out and fetched a mobile app player who could then influence your world um and and the other one looked more like true co-op in that somebody was flying a drone they could highlight enemies they could give buffs it seemed a little more interactive so for me the division is is really like at the top of my list now um, which we do know is coming to PlayStation 4 uh, also. So, <clears throat> In fact, they were, they were playing it on a PS4 at the Ubisoft conference, so that was interesting too. So, what, uh, sorry, total aside, but did anybody 
have a, a feeling about the freezes during the... Oh, God. <laughs> do you think that was the game, or do you think that was the, uh, the system? Assassin's, yeah. we're talking, during the uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag demo uh, in the PS4 demo, because in Ubisoft's conference, they only showed pre-rendered cutscenes. Uh, they did show live uh, demo during Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and the game kept freezing. At first, I thought it was my connection for the stream. Yeah, me too. But then, you know, he was standing there, and it wasn't doing anything. Eventually, he starts shaking his head and getting, like... They cut it. I mean, they, they clearly cut the rest yeah. of the, the gameplay. It um, was the biggest boner kill of my life. And did you notice that it actually started to do it in Destiny too? It did yes. stuttered yes. right there at the beginning, yeah, but then right. it went through the rest. So. Yeah, so I, I wonder if they had some overheating issues uh, or something along that line. So, wait, Destiny was Destiny was in the Sony uh, conference, right? Yes, that was the okay. last game. It was, it was the last game. Duh. Yeah. Um, I feel very mixed about that. Uh, it looks really, really nicely done, and the classes look very intriguing. But it really, there's so many RPG shooters coming out, and I feel like it's kind of a little overdone now that there's so many RPG. You know, I think the thing that comes to my mind when I looked at Destiny is it looks like a cross between Borderlands and Halo. Yeah, that, that too. That, that's what a lot of people that I saw online were, were chatting about. It's like it's like a serious multiplayer Borderlands. And, and you know they what? Were, they were squeeing with the light. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that's an awesome thing. Yeah, yeah, how is that a horrible thing? Yeah, that's that's really. I didn't say it was a horrible. Thing. I didn't. I, just... no, I wasn't saying it was horrible. I just I feel very mixed. No, about clearly, cause... clearly, you guys were crapping on it because you're fanboys. More money hats. Just, just because us. it's not Halo, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. You want to know? You want to know how many Halo games I have played in my life? Exactly zero. You know what? I have to say, having watched the Microsoft conference today, they did show a new trailer for the new Halo. There. Which looked you. Uh, it was all pre-rendered. And the funny part was it looked exactly like Destiny. Well, yeah, a little bit. I mean, pretty much it looked really pretty much like the gameplay but, does, that does, they showed does us. Does Destiny in. look exactly like Halo? No, 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 no. Destiny had more characteristics, you know, more customization of characters and whatnot. Um, but, I mean, they didn't show any gameplay of Halo. They only showed a pre-rendered cutscene that looked very good, but it looked in a very similar vein to the pre-rendered cut yes. scene yes. that we saw for Destiny earlier. So I was okay, very okay. surprised by that. Okay, most important thing, though. Most important thing. And I know at least three of us are all supporters of this, and, and I'm not sure about Yadarg, but uh, day one instant game library. <laughs> Fudge, yeah. <laughs> Four you're giving games? Me, you're, giving me, you're giving me a PS4 game. Day free. one, day one for free that oh. I can play with all of you. Hells to the mother trucking yes. <laughs> Granted, it's a game I would never, ever, ever buy, and it was of the four titles, the one I wanted least. But it's free. I don't care. It's free, and we'll have it to play together, and we will play it. And that's kind of my point. I think they went in going, you know what? People are just going to be getting off Grand Turismo Six. Did everybody get their orders in yet? Because I already ordered mine while you guys were talking about this game, and I'm not going to be playing. <laughs> I'm dead mine, serious. I will what put are, mine in tomorrow. What are the four? What are the four games? The four games are um, Drive Club. Uh, wait, where is it? 
uh, infamous second son which is the only one that's which, not going to come out launch which oh my god i i cannot wait for that game i know i know man wait, which game? infamous which second, second son. son oh my god I, yeah it's, no kidding i, yeah. I the, they made that game look better than anything ever ever except uh the tom clancy game yeah that's that was, how much that was i like the tom clancy ridiculous game. It looks like it's even um, if that, if that launch into too. the sky and crash down Firebird style is an actual like regular attack you can do regularly in the game, I'm going to do nothing but that. You know what? The entire game. Nobody but me heard you, Burgundy, and shame on you. <laughs> what did shame he say? on you, shame on you, shame what on it, you. Oh. He said it looks better than Prototype 2. <laughs> Knack looks better than Prototype 2. <sighs> uh, Knack, <sighs> you know, Knack... I, and, I, and hey, it, shut up! That game looks <laughs> awesome. I no, actually, you know what? I, I'm actually pretty excited for Knack. I think it's going to be a very different game that may not be you know all like dark and gritty, but I think it could be really a lot of fun. The misses kind of perked up at that one, so I'm I'm interested to see give it a chance. Well, well, with the mini gamers here, I'm sure that one will wake it make its way into our 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 Grammy mix. But I, one way or the I other. tell you, the one that just makes my brain convulse every time I see it. Is Killzone Shadowfall? Yeah. So many bright colors. I know. It's like it's, it's like, like somebody splattered really paint all over the Killzone universe. I know. It's I like kind of liked actually. So. Yeah. No. No. There's light and there's there's bright vivid colors and and I I just it's so weird but I'm I'm actually really looking for it. I am going to be one broke ass person come this holiday season. Um, you're, you're never going to get to your wedding. You're never gonna get to your wedding. You know the missus. So the missus is fully on board, so that's all I need. You know she's <laughs> completely uh, on board. So yeah, I'm, um, I'm really curious about the Killzone one because I know this is gonna come as a shock to people, and this is actually gonna be a really big re- revelation right now. I like Halo. <laughs> no, but Halo is great game. I've played it a lot. I do, I do like Halo. Halo. I think Halo is one of my favorite uh, story universes ever. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And, and, you know, I've been really trying to not get excited or really that jazzed about Destiny because I keep telling myself, okay, that's it, no more shooters. I'm mm-hmm. not going to play any more shooters. I, I've yeah, played I keep sh- hearing that from you. Yeah, I know, and I'm, I am a self-professed not-a-shooter fan, yet I have been playing a ton of shooters because Borderlands 2... You know, uh, Battlefield. Oh my God, we, we we'll, even we'll get into that. We'll that. get in. Yeah, we'll oh, get into that. Jeez, but uh, you know, it's like they keep coming out with first-person shooter experiences that I actually want to play, and I think that Killzone is going to be a great game. I think it's really going to push the graphical fidelity. I and I have to say, from the past. Not talking about Killzone 3, but Killzone 2. Well, Killzone 2 and Killzone 3 multiplayer. Let's just put it that way. It has a weight. The guns have a weight to them. The shots have a weight to them that I have not found in any other game. That's one of my big criticisms of Halo. Is that, to me, it doesn't feel weighty enough, I guess is the best way to say it. I can adapt and I can play to it. But it's very floaty. It's very jumpy to me. And Killzone is the exact opposite. Killzone is almost leaden. And I I really like that. I'd say Battlezone is somewhere in between. And Call of Duty is just stupid. But I digress. So what I was going to say was that uh, 
I don't mean to rain on your infamous uh, nerdgasms over it, but I feel like it's just Ghostwriter in his teenage years. And I don't know why you guys are so... Did you play Infamous 1 and 2? I watched you play 2, um, and I have 1 somewhere. And other than that, uh, kind of. So so the answer is no, you've never played no. it. Well, I've played it. I haven't finished any of them. But I don't know. It just looks like Ghost Rider. Uh, well, we already know that he can absorb other powers throughout the game. And they're only showing us the smoke and flame powers right now. So I'm I'm very excited for He's it. got a chain on his arm. And he has fiery coming out of the chain. It's, it's Ghost Rider. Next thing you're going to know, it's Nicolas Cage when he was younger. And it'll be marvelous or something. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. I'm tired. Um, sure, we'll go with tired. So yeah. let's talk about uh, Burgundy. Let's talk about the Order 1886. That looked cool. <laughs> I, I really thought they were going for... Um, uh, oh, dang it. Now I just totally lost steampunk? it. Steampunk? Well, that... It totally was steampunk. It was. Well, it, was it was steampunk, but I was thinking of... Um, oh, what's the what's the vampire werewolf Van the card game? What? Oh. No, the, the card game. The card Masquerade. game? Masquerade. Thank you. Oh, which you mean the role-playing game. Role-playing game. Sorry. Wrong. Yes. Sorry. I grabbed no, the that's getting its own. that's getting its own MMO, actually. Oh, is it? Okay. Know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I... I uh, yeah, actually, uh, CCP is making the the vampire, which they said they will expand to the other franchises once it releases. So, FYI, uh, <laughs> and if CCP is making it, it's going to be good. Um, I I really was surprised. Uh, that was definitely a, a, we Santa Monica has obviously been working on that for a little while. Um, Seems like it. I will be interested to see where that goes. I didn't think it was steampunk. I don't think it qualifies as steampunk. He had a Tesla gun. Yeah, because it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not Victorian age. First of all, where, well, it's not Victorian, and they're improvising current day technology. It's just straight up. Hey, look, we've got futuristic guns and radios and all that type of stuff, and we're fighting against werewolves. I approve. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't steampunk proper, but that's the closest thing. Yeah. But it still had the whole night aesthetic to it. No, it, it I, yeah, like, the, I think there were airships in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got great potential. I'm really yeah, they, excited. They were the catamaran dirigibles. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, if you have blimps, it's steampunk, isn't that the rule? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> was wearing goggles though. Nobody was wearing goggles. Right, he had a, he had a Tesla hats. gun. A Tesla gun. Yeah, but it wasn't Victorian sensibilities. Well, that so that was well, really Warehouse nice. 13 has Tesla guns, too. That doesn't make it steampunk. Right. Yeah, that's steampunk. There's a blimp in that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty about, sure in the warehouse there's a blimp. How about Octodad, Octodad Deadliest Hatch, anybody? <laughs> what was, <laughs> was that? <laughs> I don't know. It's an indie game. I've actually heard of it. I'm so uh, bored with it because, you know. It looked crazy. Because that's um, the stuff I play, but... You know, the one that really stood out for me out of that, that indie rundown was the Secret Ponchos one, which we're going to get for free. Yeah. Yeah, so, no kidding. Oh, okay. Yep. 
I was, right. I was ready to shell out money for those three games, and they're yeah, just those like, three, oh, by the way, those were the, the three way. I picked out. I'm like, I'm gonna buy that one. I'm gonna buy that. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I, Sony just give me stuff for free. It's free. <laughs> um, and you have a free game, and you have a free game. Yes. Everyone. Sony was Oprah of E3. Yes, yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. That's that's going to be the name of this podcast. Sony was the Oprah of E3. Thank you for that, Neosapien. <laughs> that, was me. that was me. What are you talking about? How was that Neosapien? I did the words. I did the words. Yeah, but he said the words. The magic, magic words. Which he and, wouldn't even said them and if told I... and told us to look under our chairs. Um, and how about I... PlayStation Plus um, carrying over to Vita, PS3, oh, and PS4? For so one when they announced that that it was going to be one price, all three, you know, I'm sitting here with my Vita already going. You know, you guys are suckers because you're giving me all these free games. By the way, I just traded in Infam- Uncharted Three because it's going to come out for free um, today. Today, as a matter of fact. Uh, you know, I'm getting all these games from my PS3. I'm getting all these free games from my Vita. And now you're going to give me free games for my PS4. What's wrong with you? I love it. Of course, the one caveat that they said in there, which I thought was a very sneaky way in how to introduce it, was that multiplayer online access will only be available to PS Plus subscribers. Yeah. Which that, that is was fine. Like the one down thing on it. No, I... I mean, I get it, you know, especially if they're investing. Well, no, I, I get it too, but it, it's one it's one differentiator they lose. Well, not not really. You still can have trophies. You can still do all the other. Well, no, stuff. but I'm saying from from that from was always the argument from the start. Xbox, right? You know, is, is now now you have to buy their fifty dollars service or their fifty dollars service. You have to buy if you want to play with people online and put up with twelve year olds calling you nasty words. Okay. Then then you've got to pay your fifty bucks. But I can so, I can render this a moot a moot argument. All right, uh, for the Xbox One, you must pay five ninety nine plus limit your freedom plus you still must pay your yearly subscription fee to Xbox Live. On the PS four, no, yeah. on the PS four. You pay three ninety nine plus a fifty dollar fee, bringing you to a total of four hundred and fifty dollars, and you don't lose any of your liberties, and you get free games. Microsoft in their conference today said that anybody that signs up for uh, uh, um, uh, Xbox Live for the next four months until the launch of the Xbox One. We'll get something like one free game a month or two free games a month. I can't remember. It's, exactly it's two, what that. two. Okay, between two games now a month. and launch. Between now and launch, they didn't say jack about continuing ongoing support for that. So no, yeah. to me, that was just a oh oh we're gonna try and appease you know to tr- to get people to subscribe. No, that's that's horse pucky is what that is. Uh, I well, think- and it is kind of as long as they're you know titles that people actually want. It is a good thing because then that means that people who are more likely to be early adopters but wouldn't buy games leading up to um, November are still in their ecosystem. You know, Burgundy I'm, Cor- I'm saying I think that's what their tactic is. I'm not saying it's going to work or that it's good. I'm just yeah. saying I think that's what the tactic is. I mean, to be honest, Drive Club was the one launch game that I was not going to buy. Because I couldn't afford it and the other games that I want to pick up at launch. So I'm really heartened by the fact that they're going to give me a free game for the PS4 every month going forward. Plus my free games for the PS3 and the Vita. 
for 50 bucks a month. Plus support their online multiplayer infrastructure and the Gaikai cloud computing and all that type of Wait, stuff. Wait, 50 bucks a month? Or 50 bucks a year, excuse me. Oh, okay. 50 bucks a year. You freaked me out for a minute. No, no, no. Bergen, do you, I mean, do you think that that's really a bad thing to charge for the multiplayer on PS4? Hey, you know me and multiplayer. I mean, how critical it is for me to be able to play online with other people who are going to call out my sexuality. And yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I liked I liked the PS I liked that the PS3. You know that Sony didn't actually charge for it because it was a nice little like you know like uh, like Neo said, it's a nice little differentiator that they always had that they're going to lose. But I mean, you know, now that's just going to be comparable directly to Microsoft's you know service because it's like okay, we're charging for multiplayer. Plus, we give you all this free content for, you know, the same amount of money. Yeah. So, your move, Microsoft. Yeah. You know. Square uh, versus 13, just as everybody hoped they would, turned it into Final Fantasy 15. Um, you know, it actually looked pretty good to me. God, I don't even, I don't even play Final Fantasy games, and I want to play that. Well, I tell you, it can't be worse than 13. <laughs> Although my my son looked at me and said that doesn't look like a Final Fantasy game with taking turns and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> no, it's not. It's an action RPG. Uh, I, but you know, that's that's the first time we've ever seen gameplay, actual gameplay. Uh, I yeah, believe it looked crazy. Yeah, it looked really crazy. Um, but for me, the big oh my god moment was Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, no kidding. I totally didn't see that. Well, I mean, once they started on the path, I figured that must be where they're going. But no idea that that was coming. <laughs> but, you know, the thing that I screen. immediately. Yeah, but the thing that really got me at the end was in production now. So expect to see this at in E3 like three years. 2019 <laughs> yeah, as they release it. So, Jesus. <laughs> um, are you a big fan, Burgundy, of the Kingdom Hearts series? Uh, didn't we talk about this before? I don't think so. <laughs> the um, Kingdom Hearts to me was the probably the saddest, most disappointing thing ever in my gaming history. I wanted to love that game so much, and I just couldn't because it played horribly. See, I agree there were mechanic issues in one, but I, I, the the idea just got me past it. I guess. Is yeah. The see, best. here's here's the problem with it. The week I played it was like a big, you know, it was the big release week where everything was coming out. And I'm pretty sure it didn't come out the same week that a, the second Ratchet and Clank game did. Mm-hmm. Which was one of the best playing games of all time. And then, you know, so I played that first because, you know, I'm a huge Ratchet and Clank fan. And then went on to play Kingdom Hearts afterward, which was supposed to be, I mean, gameplay-wise, technically kind of similar. And like, it was supposed to control similar. You jump around and do stuff. And it just was awful, like, gameplay-wise. And I kept hearing everybody say how great the game played. And I realized that the people who were saying this was a game that played great never played action games and didn't know what an action game was supposed to play like. So I got kind of mad. <laughs> so I thought it played well within within the genre and the lineage it had. Um I, I, yeah, I, I guess I wasn't looking for Ratchet and Clank controls with it. I think we, we did talk about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, 
the, the the camera and the camera and jumping in some parts were were the were the critical downfall of that game, and they never really did fix it. But yeah, for me, the, I mean, King, Kingdom Hearts boiled down to one one thing: I could summon Disney characters, which I loved, and I could play through you know like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and it was at for its time. Uh, probably the best recreation of that in a video game property. Uh, I'm I'm enthused about the 1.5 remix. I, you know, two is okay. Um, I, I'm you know they kind of got away from a lot of the Disney stuff that I cared about, and then now they're gonna go on with three. And that it'll be nice that they end the freaking story already because it's been how many years now? Seriously, I have no idea. Yeah, I never no played. It. I never played lot. it. It's been a lot. A lot. Um, <laughs> I think because that was back like you know PS2 heyday. Oh yeah. So I mean we're we're going back a number of years at this it's point. It's got to be at least ten years. I do love that after the um, EA press conference today, where they spent an entire like ten minutes talking about basketball bounce dribble technology. Oh jeez. And the, that you know the ball was finally separated and not attached to a player's hand invisibly. That we went from that to the Sony conference, which said, "Hey, we've got NBA 2K14. It looks awesome. Here's a little video to show you. Oh, it's LeBron talking to LeBron, and then watch him dunk and watch him play. And it looks like you're watching a freaking televised basketball thing. Oh, and by the way, we've got Madden coming, and we've got all the other sports games that you expect to see. And that's all they said on sports. Now on to Mad Max. You know, it's like I was cheering. I was cheering my head off when that happened. Oh, Can we so- talk about Mad Max for a second. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like that first round, like I didn't even like I didn't realize they were doing a road war game. Did anybody know this? No, no, but no. no clue, you know what no I thought all. it was? I tell you what, they really screwed me up because I saw the undetonated atomic bomb. He looked like a vault dweller. Uh-huh. I totally thought it was a new Fallout game. Well, as soon as you see the one shotgun shell, well, okay. then you're then you're like, Oh, it's Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Well, but the I'm, instant I'm, you I'm, saw I'm the car, the you're like, oh, right. it's Mad Max. As well, soon, no, as, I, as soon as the thing started, I was just like, you know, I was like, oh, my God, they're ripping off Road Warrior. I was like, this is offensive. <laughs> and then it started kept going, and I'm like, man, they're really ripping. Oh, my. No, they're not. Oh, my God. You know, and I was just, like, freaking out. And, like, I'm wondering, was anybody else, like, freaking out over this, or was it just me? I No, I was wholeheartedly surprised. To me, it's akin to somebody making a Carmageddon again. You know, it's it obviously you're the it was just a rendered cinematic trailer. We don't know anything about gameplay, but if they do it well, that could be a really good game. I'm gonna go on record as saying I don't care. I think it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> uh, it, and it has exclusive PlayStation Four DLC. I would say about forty percent of the time, I actually love tr- video game trailers more than the games. Like even playing the games because like when you watch a trailer, you leave it up to your imagination what could you could possibly do in this game, and they make it very cinematic and interesting. So half the time I see a trailer, I'm just like, "That's an awesome trailer," but I really don't. I'm not going to spend money to buy it, but I still want to watch that trailer over and over again. Um, let's talk about 
Hey, uh, can I, can I, can I interject? This is like a real world interjected, no kidding life question. And, and I think this is an interesting topic, especially, you know, if anyone who doesn't like play games a lot actually ever listens to the podcast. But, um, so my, uh, my sister-in-law is trying to pre-order a PS4 mm-hmm. right now. And, uh, she's, a messaging me on Facebook asking if she should pay the 60 bucks for the Amazon warranty for the two year warranty. And I'm kind of torn on this because on the one hand, my default reaction is probably not. But then I take into account her household and I kind of go, well, maybe. And then I think first generation hardware and I go, well, maybe actually that's not a bad idea. Where do you, where do you guys fall on that? No, I didn't. I didn't do it. I, I, I even had. I thought about this, but it's going to come with a year warranty. They always do, mm-hmm. and usually any known issues that pop up within that year are covered for an extended period of time. They they honored uh, the um, the orange light or the yellow light of death uh, thing on the PS threes for. I think a year and a half after the first warranty ran out. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd say no, unless she's really in an accident prone zone. Well, that, that, that is the other factor that I'm weighing into the equation. And then I started thinking about for me, you know, I'm not that accident of a friend. I'm not, we just, this household generally isn't an accident prone round electronics. The, the, my my spawn were beaten daily until they learned how to take care of electronics, but uh, not really. Uh, but, yes, really. Yes, really. Um, don't, <laughs> don't hurt but, me. But but you know yeah that that is a that is another factor for her that I have to take into account. But I was just I was just wondering in general. You know yeah obviously if you're if you're in a you know like my brother his his PS3 got slammed from like four feet up into the ground and has not ever worked right since. Um, so, you know, for him and his household, maybe the warranty is a good idea and the same for, for my sister-in-law. But, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to think for your, for your average person, you know, how, how much first run hardware does tend to have more problems, but you're right. Like the red ring of death was supported for what, like four years after the launch of yeah. the stupid console. Um, my yellow light of death was not covered. I had to pay for a refurb, um, which way, caused all like other days, kinds of problems. But it's not like the days of the original PlayStation One, where you know you would call up. I actually like I had a Saturn. I didn't have a PlayStation. You know, so I mean that thing worked like a brick. Represent, yeah. Well, <laughs> but um, I remember, um, I remember I knew somebody had one, and they called up, and it wasn't working well. They called up Sony to, to you know see what they can do about it and they told him to literally put the game in turn the system upside down and then press the start button and leave it upside down mm-hmm. and that would work yeah i had that i had and that he, PlayStation. and he was just like he's like all right well then can we get you know what's the problem and they're like oh it's no problem that'll that'll make it work so they they would never admitted that there was any kind of design problem or, there, or any yeah. kind of issue with it but they told them to play it upside down, and it would work fine. I had that PlayStation, actually. That's hilarious. Um, so the last game that we have to talk about that was shown in the Sony conference, Elder Scrolls Online. 
<laughs> Is that what you think? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's just late. Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, yeah, the, they were really teasing the uh, we're going to let you play any game from the PlayStation library, most likely for a monthly fee. I'm sure. Um, but the interesting thing was that they said uh, in 2014 they will be streaming PS3 games to PS3 and PS4 and Vita. Yeah, so. that kind of that kind of what? How well, hilarious gonna, was it when they going to expand that later? Well, I mean, it makes sense. Think about it now. If you have access to all the games that you currently don't own for PS3 on your PS3, that's still a damn good deal. And are they going to include that into Plus? Are you going to get no. so many free streams per... No, I don't think so. You don't so. think so? I think it will be a paid play, $20 a month kind of situation, and which I will probably happily fork over, which will make my non-completion of games, my ADD for games, just go off the charts. I don't know if I'd actually do it, because I, 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 I know my game completion rate the way it is now. Yeah. I nah, I I'm not sure I will actually do it. I'm not sure. I gotta have to think about that one pretty long and hard. Uh, and, and then I guess the other thing that we should talk about that's near and dear to, to Burgundy's heart, uh, Peggle Two, <laughs> announced. Well, yeah, I have yet to check that out yet. Um, I heard it was announced earlier today, and I was actually freaking out because I didn't think that sequel was ever gonna come. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Peggle's just one of my favorite time waster games of all time. I played through that thing like three times. <laughs> um, it's so sad to admit that, but it was just, yeah, it happened. And and you've got your Master Medal. I do. I have the, the Master Medal. <laughs> I have a, um, I have a, I think there was a, the, the Free Spin Medal. That was another one. I actually have a light-up ball that I got from somewhere. Somebody gave it to me. It's like a peggle ball, and yeah, as soon as it hits the ground, it like lights up and flickers and stuff. I have all this great peggle swag. So, the the only other game I really want to talk about that we saw today uh, was Battlefield Four. Mm. Mm. I am mm. uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. just mm, mm. shooter. Yeah, it is, and it's probably a most beautiful looking shooter I've ever seen and B the things that they are trying to do in it look more aggressive than any other game I've ever seen it, it literally looks like they bought Red Faction and combined it into the technology we saw so much in the demo that they did during the EA conference uh, that I it, I would be hard pressed to um to name it all, but the word that they used was Levolution, which is a dumb word, but 64-player uh, multiplayer per map, um, air, land, land, sea, and then they had a commander mode. And the interesting thing is, let's say that uh, Neo Sapien, you're on your tablet, and you, the kids are on, uh, you know, your PS4, 
and you can't play your PS4 right now, but you do have internet connection with your tablet. You can still join, and as Yadarg and I play, you can take on commander mode, which is a top-down view of the city or whatever we're in, and disseminate info and give us orders, like go capture A or B or whatever. And give we us uh, support, air support, artillery support. Yep, so if we say, hey, we're pinned down, there's tanks trying to take down this building because one of the, in the gameplay uh, demo that they showed us, one of the points to capture was at the top of a skyscraper. There was a row of tanks, not joking, shooting the structure supports of the, the skyscraper, trying to bring it down. And you, so, took, you took an elevator up to the top, and then you looked out the side of the window, and you see the tanks just laying down fire into the, into the corner of the building. And we say, hey, hey, Neo Sapien, there's tanks trying to take us out. Can you give us some air support? And you launch a a, a surface-to-surface airstrike and actually take out the tanks. But it's too late, and we have to jump off anyways, and so we jump off the side of the building and parachute down, and then the building comes down behind us. It's... Which also gives us gives the effect of the dust cloud and the uh, whole... Uh, your ears, your hearing just got impaired, and there's that ringing sound. So it's the and, first game brought to you by Michael Bay. Um, oh. It's way better than Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, Sounds like it's all just a bunch of explosions. Well, the, the, the funny part is, is they, they had a, um, an underground checkpoint, and there was a tank on the street above, and you go down underground and you blow up the struts to the street, and the tank caves in. And then somebody puts C4 on it and explodes it. It's, it's, if you haven't seen it, uh, they're actually streaming the 64-player uh, matches all week long on Battlefield4.com. And it looks really amazing. Uh, that's, that's probably one of the other ones that I'm super excited about. They announced Mirror's Edge 2, um, which is more uh, first-person hurling for me. Because I can't take that game. <laughs> really? Oh, God, no. That's total vertigo. I mean, I loved it. It was awesome. But what game? Need... Sorry, what game? I Mirror, missed. Mirror's Edge 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah just... How did that get a sequel? Oh, people have been, like, asking them for it. It's I like... know, but it was just like, when it's did they like ever five get people. what they want? Yeah, it's... well, apparently they get it now. It was a cult hit. Like, there's a large, yeah. large fan base behind it. Yeah, well, SSX Turkey has a huge fan base behind it, and they're still going like, "Oh, f you! We're going to give you bad SSX games." No, that last one was really good. I really like it. No, it wasn't. Oh, I really, really, <laughs> really like it. You realize that anything SSX everyone player. likes, he doesn't, and then he just likes things because he knows other people won't. No, 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 no. That's so not true. Everybody loved Tricky. Everybody loved Tricky. You know, Tricky was fantastic. I thought this was the first one that's done it justice. I mean, it's it's fun at least. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, new battle, no new Star Wars Battlefront. Obviously, yeah. uh, you know it was a pre-rendered cinema, and we won't see anything till 2015. Uh, don't care. I don't but, care. It's yeah. beautiful. Uh, need, need for Speed Rivals. Not. Mm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think we're giving Battlefield or Battlefront enough attention. I mean, this. Uh, well, maybe maybe for you guys it's not huge, but that's that was like the game I played from. Seven-year-old to still today, I still play that game. It's so good. I don't know why you guys shouldn't have been playing Battlefront at seven. Or not seven, but I don't know. I can't remember when it first came out, but I remember playing one, and it was the first game I ever got for PlayStation 2. And 
I broke my PlayStation 2 playing it. Anger issues much? No, 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 no. Like, I just, it ran for so long because I was playing it for so long. And, you know, that's the game you brought to freaking every kid party because <laughs> there would always be, like, 12 people playing that game. Uh, let's see. Splinter Cell Blacklist. Meh. Yes. Meh. Sorry. That's all right. That's fine. Uh, Rayman Legends, finally, September 3rd. Uh, South Park Stick of Truth. I am very much looking forward to that game. I know. Weird, Isn't that been, like, delayed for, like, 16 it, years? It has. And the funny part is they made fun of that in the trailer. They said, uh, coming out soon? Hopefully soon? <laughs> you know how video games are. That's what Cartman said to the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed pretty hard. At that it, it was it was pretty good. Um, then the the other one that came out during uh, Ubi, Ubisoft's conference was the Crew, which is a lot like Drive Club, except that you're it's set in the whole U.S. online persistent rule world. Drive anywhere you see asynchronous challenges, online co-op, online multiplayer, and it's more like kind of a Grand Theft Auto kind of thing where you're taking down armored vehicles, but you can go off road. You don't. I don't know. It looked okay. Um, it, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think that's all the games. No, you're missing one. What am I missing? Sunset that's Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Well, I wasn't going to talk about the Microsoft conference. I guess we should. Um, you're right. Uh, I know. This one's worth talking about. This game's worth talking about. You know, the, I... I they inter uh, I was watching an IGN stream. They interviewed... Um, Insomniac's CEO directly after the conference uh, mm -hmm. because obviously that was a big coup for Microsoft um, and probably the only thing I really saw that really said Haha, you know, stick it to Sony from Microsoft was they got one of their best developers he would not really talk a whole lot about the game sadly um, I really want to know more about that game uh, it is sadly Xbox One exclusive which means I won't be playing it no Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that it was an Xbox One exclusive? I thought they were just showing it, uh, you no. know, like like Sony shows. Now. No, it is it is an exclusive. They said as much. Uh, so you. You better hit pause because we're gonna curse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, also the, uh, at the Xbox One, uh, they did show Dark Souls two two. Um, they showed World of Tanks. As a 360 exclusive, um, they showed the new Xbox 360 design that looks like the Xbox One, but costs the same price as an Xbox 360. Um, they did show Metal. They started the conference in what was the other big thumb. I bite my thumb at Sony uh, by showing Metal Gear Five, uh, what the Phantom Pain. Uh, we saw stealth horse riding, and my only question is, how big is the box? That's going to fit over the horse as well. Uh, they showed uh, they showed the game moving in real time. Um, it, it looked very beautiful. Looked a little crazy, um, but you know that's most Metal Gears, so it was very interesting. Um, other things, Rise, which Yadarg was very excited about, which is a Roman War kind of third person God of War slash three hundred. Uh, which I know started as a Connect game, and it looked very scripted and lots of quick time events. It's being made by Crytek, no less, and it is a launch title. 
but we could not see the person playing, so I don't know if it's still a Connect title or not. So Crytek made it so it's just basically a tech demo, and that's it. Uh, it looked pretty interesting, but it looked very scripted. It looked like you had no freedom whatsoever. You go here, you watch this cutscene, you go up there, you you do these objectives, and then you press the left button to win. Pretty much. Yadar, you, did you want to chime in on Rise? I'll take that as a no. Wow. Are you on my mute? My 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 mic was muted. Oh, okay. Did you want to chime in on Rise? I do. Um, so I have I have a lot of guilty pleasure games. Like if there's a specific uh, uh, what's the word? A specific theme to it. I usually end up playing it, even if it's terrible, and I usually end up loving it. For instance, The West, like the Call of Juarez, Call of Juarez, are like the worst. One well, of some of the worst games ever, but I play them nonetheless because it's from the West and Rome is one of those themes that I just adore, and that game looked fantastic. Even if it is scripted, there's nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with playing a game that's scripted. Because not every single game needs to be like, you can do whatever you want. Well, sometimes I want to play a game where I have a more direct uh, goal. So, so here's my question. Is this a system seller for you? No. Okay. <laughs> that, that's kind of my question. Um... <laughs> They also showed the return of Killer Instinct. Um, they also did feature the the uh, sharing capabilities um, and announced a Twitch partnership, which means that Sony will be working with Ustream and Microsoft will be working with Twitch, which does make me a little sad because obviously, as you know, we have a Twitch uh, stream account. I may have to go sign up for Ustream now. Um, Forza 5... They're going to use the cloud processing to learn how you drive, and then your drive avatar, as they call it, play, plays nonstop while you're away from your, your Xbox One. Was that just the, the conference of bad words? Oh, no, it, it was, was all day today. Swear to God, it was that way all day today. Oh, God, the uh, EA Sports. No, jeez. Uh, so... Bounce tech and... and, and Oh man, they were making up words left and right. I was just the, the UFC that. when they, they all they walked out. I was just like, oh, I like UFC. This this could be interesting. Um, no, no, it yes. was it was cheesy. It was just for the first time ever in a game, real time, real world body deformation. I just want to know if I can pull somebody's head off, and then shout fatality. <laughs> oh wait, you can do that. <laughs> that would be a, that that would make that the best UFC game ever. I'm just saying, but no. Um, they they announced the Xbox One version of Minecraft. Um, the one we... the one uh, game that I am very interested in on the Xbox One is called Quantum Break. Mm, they yeah. showed a pre-rendered cutscene, and granted, it was a pre-rendered cutscene, but the theme sounds very oh. I just got an email from GameStop. Pre-order your PS4 now. There you go. Um, basically, they they it looks like your your the way you p play through the game will actually create a TV show. I know there's a TV show involved, but they're saying that what you do in, determines what happens on the TV show. So I'm guessing it may be something that's created. I will say that the graphics on it looked amazing. Absolutely jaw-dropping, and it's uh, something that messes with time, so you know I'm on board for that. 
I, I really don't understand. I mean, I, I thought that was pretty impressive how they were doing Defiance and, and just the timing and lining up everything and getting that all lined up. I, I have no idea. I'm guessing they're going to film multiple things. But who's, I mean, everybody's going to make different choices, so right, how are you but, going to... But that's exactly it. See, the, and, and I think this is a smart way to proceed. So let's say that I'm connected always online with my X-Bone, my Xbox One, and I play through this chapter of the story, and I make choice A, B, and C. Well, there's also choices D, E, and F, and uh, G, H, and I. Well, for the TV show, they're going to film all of those options, and then it will, as I am watching this TV show over Xbox Live... As it gets to a junction point, Choose it your will own say adventure, the, the, yeah, episode, it, the punch of the it, show together. Exactly. It will say the player made this choice, and it will give you more background information on that choice. And and so everybody's TV show is going to be slightly different. That's something to keep an eye on. But the, the one thing that came out of the Microsoft conference that I thought was really noteworthy was Project Spark. Uh, hmm. it, and, and Yadar like literally sent me a message that said, oh, this is right up your alley as we were watching it. Um, it is a game design game where it looked very little big planet ish, but you can use tablets, you can use voice commands, you can uh, share to the community and take things and pilfer them. And it looked very, very interesting. It's basically a game design game, um, but it, 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 you can publish to uh, Xbox live um, things of that nature. So kind of interesting. Yeah. Microsoft's really good at supporting, um, like homegrown, like indie developers. (laughs) Really looking forward to seeing what they come up with. Um, just, just saw a note. Look, looks like from the people who are pre-ordering it does, uh, unlike was kind of like led to believe with the, uh, with the, uh, PS4 announcement, the, the original one, it does not look like the PlayStation Eye is coming with at the three ninety nine price point. Well, I wouldn't expect it to, and to be honest, you're not going to need it. Well, no, no. I just it, they they really made it sound like you know how you have to have a connect with your 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 wonderful box box of Microsoft money, um, which oh, is yes. now real world money. We're now real world money. Yes. yes. There, there's one. There's one. One good thing that came out of all of this is they're actually using money, not points. Um, but the uh, I just totally lost where I was going. Anyway, blah blah blah, schmaggity schmaggity, blip blip blip, slap bomb, pow. So if we're gonna rate uh, you, dark, since you were the only one to see the Microsoft conference with me, what would you rate? On a scale of ten, the Microsoft conference. Um, bugs, just so many bugs, and so therefore I would probably give it a, I don't know, a four. Wow, that's pretty critical. I yeah. thought I thought they actually did a great job with the press conference. It was actually probably one of Microsoft's strongest in a long time. They came out swinging with games, 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 games. What I thought Sony was going to do, but did not actually do. You're right. Uh, I'm going to bump it up to a six. You're right. They did go through the games very well. Uh, I'll bump it up to a six. I would rate it a seven. I'd say that you know overall they were on message. You know they didn't talk about clarifying the things that we wanted to hear about, 
and they they did that price at the end, which just kind of blew everybody away, I think. Um, so that was surprising to me. But nonetheless, I thought it was a strong conference. Um, what would you rate the EA conference? Me? Um, I don't know. I didn't like EA. I, I, it, it's really hard for me to give a uh, judgment on EA because I, I hate EA because they're, they're money-grunging weirdos. I mean, they're only voted the worst company in America. Yeah, exactly. Did they announce, Two hundred did they years announce update. Did they announce an update to Mule yet? To what? To Mule. I have no idea what that is. Oh my god! Seriously. Yes. Nobody's ever played Mule. No. Never heard of it. Ugh, it was a classic game. I know what game. you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. You th- thank you, somebody. There was <laughs> there's this classic game like way back in the day, and it was basically um, like I played it on the Commodore 64. And you're basically terraforming a planet. Huh. So you have, um, and, it, and it basically is a, it's almost like an economy simulator. <laughs> so you're sitting there, like, you know, you're picking a plot of land, and it was all kind of like, um, like the way you pick the plot of land, like a square would go over different plots of land, and you'd have to, like, try and whoever presses the button fastest gets that plot of land. And, you know, you could either farm or, you know, mine for ore energy depending on what the terrain of your land was is you know what you would plant or whatever on there and then what would happen is you're all working together as a community so there's four people playing all the time so one person would grow food and like you know say the other one ran out of food but the other one you know mined ore so they sold that for money so they would have to barter to get you know resources and everything and then all kinds of crazy things would happen like you know to mess things up and whatever but it was this really great addictive game that would be so perfect for online play today. Hmm. And they just, you know, I mean, it was this little quirky game, and they could just make it a downloadable game, and it would be a huge hit, I think. Surprisingly, during the EA conference, we heard nothing about The Sims or SimCity, which I expected to see SimCity as a port for the, you know, for the next-gen consoles, but not a peep. No word about The Sims either. Um you know, those are huge franchises for them, so I was really expecting something out of them. I'd say the EA conference was a five at best because they kept saying, oh, look, we're going to show you gameplay, and then guess what they didn't show us? Game. Actual gameplay. Yes, I believe it was rendered in-game. I believe that, but they didn't show us any gameplay that, like, we would actually see as we were playing a game. Oh, and, and who... Kinda... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, who presented FIFA again? Uh, I don't remember. Was, was it, it was a Drake? Is that? What, oh yes, you, no, it was Drake, which made no sense whatsoever. I'm Drake, and I'm a big music star, and I'm here because I'm a fan of FIFA. Right? Drake. So when when people were saying that, I thought they were talking about what's his yeah, face. No, Nathan Drake. Drake? Yeah, I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is he talking about? Yeah, this is how worthy I am of. Of things, okay. I didn't realize this makes a little more sense. Was now. so popular that like he's still able to do these things. Yeah, apparently so. Um, then the Ubisoft conference, which I thought was actually one of the stronger. Oh, absolutely. Conferences, I probably rate that about an eight because man, they came out. I will tell you that the host Aisha Tyler. Oh my gosh, she was great. I mean, and hot. Well, and and it doesn't hurt that she is a gamer, and so. Uh, Actually, I saw an interview with her directly afterward that she was saying, you know, I hadn't even seen uh, a lot of this stuff because it's been such under such tight wraps. And I was super excited to see it as well. 
Um, but you know, I, I really thought she did a good job of, she did a fantastic her. job. Yeah. And she was a giant compared to all the white nerds well, that they paraded out next. Well, to yeah, they're, you know, they're white and nerdy people. So they're kind of, you know, they might be a little short and she was wearing heels. She so was that, wearing like 19 inch heels. No, yeah. Less. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, she's I, hot. I, she's I, I mean, the Ubisoft came out swinging on all fronts. I think the only thing that really sucked in their conference was that whole Rayman Rabbids. Uh, interactive Nickelodeon TV show. Yeah, that... they didn't even state how you interact with the TV. And I know I want to hear my kids screaming at a TV so that I can join them. No, thank you. And and uh, what was it? It's just like, yeah, it's a TV show where you interact with it. Oh, so you mean a video game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, other than that, though, I'd say they were they fired on all cylinders uh, extremely strongly. But I I think Sony wins, you know, top to bottom. Tonight. Ubisoft has been ridiculously hot recently, though. I mean, yes, they've always they been are. a good developer, but I mean, they've been really on their stuff recently. They have indeed, um, and I'm really interested to see where this goes. What would you guys rate the Sony press conference, Burgundy? Oh, come on, dude. I'm going to be like a fanboy with this one right now. I think they nailed it. They knocked it out of the park. That was a 10 out of 10. All right. The, the, way, they, the way they went after it was classic old school. It was awesome. Neo? God, it, there were just a couple of things. I, I, I can't give it the full-on 10. I, it, it was brutal. It was awesome. It was amazing. I, I love 99.8% of what they did there, so I will give it a 9.5. But I can't give it the full ten just for some of the pacing issues of the show. You dark? Um, I can't really rate between one and ten. I I kind of I kind of rate it in order like which I liked the most. Uh, so Sony was in first place, and then Ubisoft was like a hair off from being like just tied, so I was second. And then EA, and actually EA came last, and then Microsoft came third. So I can't really rate between one and ten because I this this is the first E3 that I've watched all the way through. In the past E3s, I would just get I would just look up trailers that I was interested in. So this is my first one ever watching all the way through. So I don't think it's really fair. I give a one out of ten or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna give Sony a, a nine five. Also, I I can't you know it wasn't flaw. If you ask me for the the announcement. You know, when they announced the PS4, that was a 10. Even with all the geeky stuff, that was a 10. I mean, they came out swinging gamers, games, 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 games. This was, uh, you know, thank you, gamers, games, 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 TV, TV, gamers, games, 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 games. So, I, I mean, everything we wanted to hear, yes, they delivered on, but... And yes, they needed to tell us about that other stuff, but I think that could have been done off stage. I don't think we really needed the the head of Sony, Sony Motion or Sony Pictures, to come out and talk. Why? I mean, if he, if they would have cut it in half, I would have had no problem sure, with it. Sure, you he, know, he, he was there for about five minutes too long. If they would have given us a freaking example of whatever they were talking about, how we're doing content centered to gamers, okay. Tell us what the freak you're talking about. I mean, no? are they going to watch what I'm playing and recommend movies that fit into that same theme? And well, that's exactly. Recommend me your entire library because I play everything. Yeah, that's that's exactly what he was saying. I mean, I think so. Max game. What more do you want? <laughs> you know how long it's been since I watched that movie. 
well, here it'll suggest it, and then start downloading the game while you're watching. Yeah. Now the one the one thing that I was kind of hoping because I heard I heard this about the the Microsoft conference. I didn't. I maybe you can confirm it for me both or Yadarg. But uh, live will now apply to you can like pick family members, and your live subscription will apply to your entire family. Correct. Now uh, there's probably ways that can get abused, but. I would well, really like it if Plus did the same thing. I mean, you do, you kind of do, but there's little things like the cloud save and stuff, and and then like with the, with the multiplayer now. No, you know, it, my it, kids are going to be more into multiplayer than I am. So I, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I I think you're misinterpreting it because what they said was some of the features of your gold account will transfer over. Specifically, the one they named was being able to play online. Okay. They did not say anything beyond that. So I'm not sure what that's going to entail. That's the only thing they mentioned. And the Microsoft you're talking On the Microsoft side, yes. Yeah, but they didn't say anything on on this one. So I I'm, I mean it's not it's not a game breaker, but it just means I'll get all their online trophies because I'm not going to pay for three plus accounts. Well, but, you know, you don't need more than one because the games you download on Plus are available uh, to anybody on the box. Right, right, right. That's the part that does work. But if the multiplayer on the PS4 no, I'm sure that's does not, not work with just having one Plus account, then... No, I'm sure they're going to make it so that if you have a Plus account on that box, then everybody can go online. That would be stupid not to. It would be incredibly stupid, and Sony's been making way too many smart moves, so I'm waiting for the dumb one to come. <laughs> do you think it'll be one per account? Or, I mean, like one you'll have to... What do you think, Burgundy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's definitely, like, I kind of agree with Neo. Something's got to drop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it might as well be that. You know, I have to say, I actually am right there with you. This was They, they told us everything we wanted to hear. Do you realize that? Oh yeah, it was pandering. No, but I mean, I mean, they did the right things and told us what we wanted to hear. The funny thing is, like, weren't did we do we do did we do like a full like you know predict we didn't do like a full prediction thing, did we? No, we no, didn't. we didn't. But we just kind of know just through like chatting and stuff like that. We we've, we've talked a little about it, and this was kind of like the strategy that we were hoping that they would just come out and do. Yeah. And I think we were joking about having like you know some drop the mic moments, and I believe like you know Neo didn't you come up with you know saying they should do like you know just a hundred dollars less than you know whatever the Xbox is and just yeah, drop the yeah, mic yeah. and leave. Yeah, I'll be damned they did it. Yep. <laughs> hey bitches, no DRM. Drop the yeah. mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, to win E3, all they had to do was take five minutes, come out, put five slides up, one that said. You know, well, they didn't do the release date one, so okay, the coming this fall then or whatever. Three ninety nine, no DRM on disc, no online uh, disc games, no always online connection, and PS Plus program continues and carries over onto the PS4, and they could have walked away and won in five minutes. Um, so no, they needed a slide showing the damn machine. 
Well, they had to show the damn machine. Yeah, yeah. They, they they had to show the machine. The the, I, I still think that's what they were doing. That's why the conference got delayed. Sure, you needed to get people into the auditorium. They were they were modifying their slides for the thing to because they had just finally decided on the price point and and all the other little <laughs> things. They were they had I some poor schmuck so. in the back editing PowerPoint madly. Going, I don't think so. No way. Beating him with a cane until he got it done. No way that they they didn't roll in knowing that wasn't what the play. I I figure what happened. Was was poor Shuhei there. He, they were watching the Microsoft conference this morning, and when they named the price point, then everybody in the Sony camp just started giggling right then because they knew what they were coming out with tonight. You well, I, saw I could not. I, I literally out, out loud made a noise of disbelief when I saw that trickle across the feed. Because that's all I could do while I was at work is my phone was buzzing with all the alerts and updates it was getting and look over every 20 minutes and look. I, I made literal out, out loud guffawing noises because I could not believe that they, they put up a $500 price point, which made me really nervous about the Sony thing because I'm like, you can't tell me they don't know or at least have a good idea of how much Sony's going to be charging for this thing. And they can't overcharge by that much, can they? But Sony pulled the same crap with the PS3. It just I, I really, I really blew think my that mind. It, I really think Microsoft is today where Sony was at the launch of the PS3. They yeah. are, they are all hubris. They have no clue what their business model is, because I mean, who in their right mind lets this marketing bungle continue? With all the unclear information, it makes it look like they don't know what their po their own policies are for this stuff. You know, for the DRM, for used game giving, and now they're just saying, "Oh, well, it's going to be per publishers." Well, now that Sony's come out and said, "Uh, uh, bitches, no DRM," now Microsoft just has even more egg on their face because it's obviously not the publishers pushing for it. Because if publishers were pushing for it, guess what? Sony would have to have it also. Yep. And and so to me this is just this is just it like it, they just pulled the covers back to show here's Microsoft's really poor decision making in creating a business plan. And and, and let's not, you know, let, let's not overplay it too much. We know that you know I've seen people, you know, Xbox is not going to survive the first. Xbox is going to be fine. Why? Because there are going to be people who have to play Halo. There are going to be people who are underinformed consumers, and they're going to buy whatever the dude at the wherever they go is pushing. Or they're going to recognize the name Xbox because it's been so prolific this last generation, and they're just going to assume and go on and keep with it. And there's people who just... Yeah, just but, brand loyalty, you know. Even if Sony this. had come out and boned it, I can't say that I would have gone to an Xbox if they would have been that much better. But think about this. You're going to go into GameStop, and all they're going to have is PS4 games. <laughs> so the guys behind GameStop, they're going to be pushing PS4. Oh, yeah, they have to push PS4 now. They, they, so, they almost need to be a Sony-sponsored store at that point. I mean, really, when you start thinking about this, most people go in to buy used games and stuff like that, or they go into GameStop to see what's up and coming. And when they hear, well, you know, when they ask that, that employee behind the counter, well, what's the difference? And it's like, oh, well, you have to be always connected. And you're buying a 500 gigabyte hard drive, but over half of it is used by the three operating systems. 
and by the way, you can't trade in any of your games, and you can't give your games away but once to other people. Um, you know, it 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 becomes there's all these asterisks that suddenly see the light of day. Or you can buy and, and it's five ninety nine, and you have to buy an Xbox Live Gold subscription. Or you can pay three ninety nine and get the PS four. And if you want to play online, you need PS Plus, but you also get all these games with it. I don't know. Yeah, and, and and to be fair, we're we're talking like Xbox One used games don't work. They will. They, there will be yeah, used games because you got to yeah. go to a. You have to go to an authorized retailer or whatever, which of course GameStop's going to be one. And you know the game's got to get deactivated. And it, uh, you know, Microsoft has come out and modified their original statement. They said they're not getting a cut of used game sales anymore, but the oh, publishers still that. are. Yeah, I, I saw it. Uh, well, I'll see if I can find this source. I, I don't have it right now, but um, yeah, they're the. They said that Microsoft said they're not taking a cut of used game sales, but the publishers are, which in theory should mean that unless Xbox is, or unless GameStop or other retailers are going to take the hit, uh, the Xbox used games will be more than the than the uh, Sony used games. Final thoughts, Burgundy. Uh, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't really excited for the next generation of consoles coming in, and I actually thought I was going to be out for the next round. Um, you know, the Wii U wasn't doing anything for me, the Xbox wasn't doing anything for me, and I was like, you know, what the hell is Sony going to do? Yeah, I'm wrong. I'm getting a PS4 day one, um, but I'm just going to stick to that one, and that'll be it for me. You know, that Navita, I'm going to be a total Sony fanboy now. You dart? Well, I'm going to college, and uh, money's going to be tight, and now it's going to be even tighter. Because I'm, uh, well, well, it is college, so probably. We're, we're excited Sony fanboys with our stabs. Parting the Red Sea, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, money's going to be even tighter because I'm going to, blow half of my tuition on video games now <laughs> uh, first I was just like I don't really care I have what I need and you know it's going pretty well and I just got my computer so that opens up a whole nother world to gaming but uh, let's you know <laughs> it's like you were trying to be delicate but it came out as like creepy, creepy. yeah <laughs> No, pretty much intended effect achieved. Molesting. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. You can watch your game. <laughs> oh, I need to make a meme out of that now. <laughs> Have the Microsoft uh, conference and then go Achievement unlocked. Worst, <laughs> worst gaming console out there. Um, no, so you were saying money's going to be tight. You're going to blow half your... Uh, any other thoughts about E3? Um, you know, I've never been this excited about video games in the majority of my life. So this, I feel this is a huge uh, cornerstone. And uh, it'll be interesting because, you know, I, I, can, I, I think most of you guys hope at some point Microsoft's uh, involvement in video games will at some point die out. But unfortunately, it won't. Oh, it, no, and I want to dispel that right now. I don't. I wish they would do the exact opposite. I mean, 
I if they made a quality product that was priced reasonably that did what we wanted as gamers, I would be the first to be right there. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I, I, you know, competition in the marketplace is, is, I mean, that that's what drives, I mean, you cannot tell me that 98.7% of the decisions Sony made about this launch are the direct result of getting their backsides handed to them by the 360. Yep. It, that That is what, now what blows my mind is, you know, the Microsoft turned around and pulled a total Sony from that. It just, it bends my mind that these, I mean, we as fans and consumers can see it. How can they not see it? I mean, it's just the part that just blows your mind. You just get that 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 egotism going as a corporation, and it's it's ridiculous. But no, I mean, there 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 needs to be competition. There needs to be a place. I mean, the, these indies need to step up their game, and and I'm glad they're they're going to have a platform to challenge the big boys. You know, when you start, I I was a little concerned about this generation. Uh, kind of what Bergs was saying. I, I was I was a little concerned. I'm kind of burned out to a degree. You know, some games I play I like, but I just feel like I'm going through the motions. There didn't seem to be a huge evolution this this generation. But I think the indie sector really is the revolution for this. And to see how the mass market's going to respond to that, if they do, I think is going to be the real interesting point of this generation. See, and I think reflecting back on the entire conference today, all the conferences, all, all the entire day of presentations, really, to me, it's the future isn't so much about the platform as it is the business models, the consumer business models. And to me, Microsoft and Sony have presented very divergent goals. Microsoft is focused on entertainment, and yes, that includes games, but it also includes TV, it also includes sports, it also, you know, contains this, that, and the other. Whereas Sony, literally, as we've said before, has doubled down on gamers and games. These are the games you want to play. This is going to be your dedicated gaming box. There is no such thing as the one-size-fits-all set-top box. We understand that. We want to make sure that we have a place in your home for gaming. And in I, your hearts. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agree with that. That's the plea that they were making. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to be cheesy, but... I no, no, I really no, think that no, that's... No, the, I was laughing at something completely different. I, I apologize. Oh. Well, I, I, you well now you have to tell us what you were laughing at. Oh, yeah. the, in the other chat that that um, Burgundy and I are, are participating in throughout the show, throughout the, the Sony show, uh, somebody posted a link to a screen grab of the Jack Trenton entry in Wikipedia, and somebody... Here, here's his summary. Jack Trenton, President and CEO of Sony, Sony Computer Entertainment America, division of Sony Computer Entertainment, which is a subsidiary of Sony Corporation. He is primarily responsible for the U company's U.S. United States market. <laughs> Jack was charged with murder on June 10th, 2013, for the brutal <laughs> slaying of Microsoft's Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty hilarious. That's pretty hilarious. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, um, so, you know, looking back, I really think that, that that's what the pitch was. 
because they both have cloud services. They both have um, media sharing. They both have DVR capabilities. They both have a full network behind it to support it. They both have great games. They both have exclusives. Although, I will say the, the one coup that Microsoft really showed today is they have the shooter market all tied up because they not only have exclusive time deals for content for Call of Duty, but now Battlefield 4 as well, which they must have bled money to get that. And I wonder if that's going to be money well spent, but we'll see. Um, but really, I really think that the consumer business plan, how they're going to serve the consumer, is the difference between platforms. And I think Sony's is actually more gamer-centric, and that's what we're here for. I mean, we're a gaming podcast. We cover other things. We do cover entertainment. And, you know, it's not like we don't like TV and film. But, you know, at a gaming conference with a gaming platform, we expect to hear about gaming. And that's not Microsoft's focus. Their focus is entertainment, and yes, it plays games as well. Yeah, I mean, Speaking but of... it really makes sense because, I mean, we, we talked about this before, how, like, you know, they know what their consoles are doing. They're mostly connected online. They know what people are doing at all times on them, and they're going to market toward that. I mean, like, we're talking about Sony and how much we love that they're giving love to, you know, the indie games. But the fact is, like, um, you know, a couple years ago, EA was doing the same thing. You know, they were bringing out games like Shank, you know, and I was all excited about that. And I thought this was great. And EA was, you know, doing some indie stuff like that, bringing up some new publishing or bringing up some new developers. I thought that was the greatest thing in the world. Guess what? It didn't sell. Mm-hmm. You know, so as much as I loved it, I supported it. I bought it, you know, at full price. It still didn't sell. So what are they going to do? They're not going to keep, you know, flushing money down the toilet. So Microsoft's going with what they know. And then Sony's trying to, you know, generate the buzz. So we'll see which one works. Well, you know, and the funny part about that, that specific side of things is that Sony is making a big deal that indie developers can self-publish on the PlayStation mm-hmm. Network. And that's huge for them because that's the same thing as publishing on Apple, basically. Mm-hmm. And the difference is, is that unlike Apple, where your game may be get buried under 50 million things, here you've got a core group of dedicated gamers who are constantly on the PlayStation Network looking for new experiences and able to share and rate all that stuff and then fr- you know, spread it out to their friends. Oh, this is awesome. You're going to play it. That's a huge win for them. And Microsoft, in their conference, said, yes, we are embracing indie developers. You know how many indie games they showed? Like one. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you're still going to have to go through all of Microsoft's hoops to get on the their Xbox Live system, whereas now it looks like that won't be such a big deal on the Sony side for independent publishers. So Sony doesn't care if they make money or not. The point is they can say, look, we published these many indie games and these many people bought them, and you owe us 30%, and that's it. Yeah. Or whatever the case may be. So it's a win to win, win to them no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see the, the evolution of that platform as well. You yeah. were, were going to say something, Yadar. I was going to say, speaking of gaming, uh, Game of Thrones. No, haven't seen it. <sighs> no, I didn't, I'm not talking about the one last night. I'm still talking about the Red Wedding. Oh, well, don't spoil that for people. The moment the entire internet spoiled without even trying. Uh, I didn't have it spoiled for me, so I'm good. Thanks. But uh, yes, uh, the title spoils it. 
Well, that's not the title. It's not. That's not. Yeah, that's not the title. Okay. Well, what everyone calls it spoils it. Yeah. So, anyways, um, would have been great if Kevin Butler came back on this one too. That that would have been the icing on the cake. Like if he would have came in and did the whole DRM thing, that would have been amazing. Although that's... he can't, though. I mean, right. yeah, I they know. got that injunction against them. Yeah. yeah. But you but know, if they could, Jack did a great out. job, though. Yeah, he really did. And I Jack should have been on stage the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please. Will somebody oh, please the coach guy. these people on how to talk? I don't mind the British guy. I know he's... He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. But, yeah, I agree. But French guy with a lisp? Really? <sighs> well, that's going to do it for this episode. If you like us, please uh, let us know. Like us on Facebook. Uh, visit the website. Keeps the doors open. Not us doing podcasts. Gamersledge.com. Other than that, until next week, game on. Game on.